0: I'm Chris Nessie, host of Behind the Mic, Voices of the EPN, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at Network. .com. Hey, welcome back Steve here and today I'm talking with Will and Josh of the High Tech Podcast.
1: This is such a cool conversation. You're going to learn a little bit about what they do in the work world. You're going to you're going to find out about uh, how they got into Technology as a career field, and you're going to learn a little bit about the you know, the, the changes in their podcast from the equipment to the formatting uh, and, and what they do and uh, talk about. Uh, you're also going to hear us talk a little bit about AI as well. Uh, this is a cool conversation. You're going to have so much fun and you're going to learn so much. Thanks for listening. And oh, by the way, it'd be so cool if you went to my website, com slash reviews and left a review. Could you do that for me? What do you think? You know, say some nice words and maybe five stars. Hmm? <laughs> Thanks so much. You are awesome enjoy the show
2: it's the education podcast your favorite show with lots of groovy guests and they share what they know so
0: crank it up to ten and let your neighbors know that here's another show with dr steve Miletto. teaching learning leading k-12 teaching learning
2: leading k-12 teaching learning leading k-12
1: ah ah with dr steve Miletto. Today I'm talking with Will and Josh of the High Tech Podcast. The High Tech Podcast started because two friends couldn't shut up about their jobs and their wives were tired of listening to it on date night. So we decided to bring our conversation to you, sharing our expertise and tomfoolery for all to hear. We exist to help you and ourselves process the best ways to harness technology in the traditional or virtual classroom here's a little bit about josh a lover of technology theology and learning i found my love for education early on as a college student Uh, higher education changed my life and that experience pushes me to always pursue better learning experiences i'm always looking for ways we can harness tech to enhance our teaching and learning and some about will an educator by heart and practice i caught the bug for teaching in the martial arts but I extended that into higher education and nonprofit education, always looking to find the best tools and methods to solve our teaching and learning problems. Will and Josh, thanks for being here and say hi to everybody. Hey, hey everybody.
0: Thanks for having us, Steve. Uh, yeah, thanks
2: for having us, Steve.
1: Well, this is cool to have you guys on. I've been a uh, Follower for a while, a, a subscriber, whatever which term you want to use in this <laughs> strange world that we have, and uh, um, and uh, I've enjoyed your show and learned a lot, and uh, and uh, so this is cool to have you on my show. And so I got to start off by saying, let's start by talking about what really got you interested in technology. All right, because I'm someone who grew up in Florida, and uh, as a as a kid during this really dates me, but it, you know it's <laughs> Apollo, and they they bring the TV sets in, you watch Apollo, and then and then later when I'm in, In uh, high school and and then in college, it's all about uh, the space shuttle program and stuff like that, and uh, that had a lot to do with it. But what I mean, what what got you into it? Was it the Starship Enterprise? Was it Marvin? Marvin? I don't know if you know that reference to Marvin, a paranoid android. Um, But uh, the R two D two. I mean, you know, how about Hal? I don't know if you know that reference either. Hal is uh,
0: that's the car, the the car with the voice.
1: Oh no, this is a different one. I I wondered if you might think that. uh. um if you if you look at the initials and know that if i said ibm um how is just look at where the, they come in the alphabet and uh how is the name of the uh um, the ai from uh 2001 a space odyssey and that's Segment where uh, oh,
0: he decides. Yeah, that I haven't uh, seen that actually.
1: Uh, he just. Whoa. The only part of it you really Whoa, need to offensive. you need to really worry about is the part with Hal and Dave. I mean, because uh, especially in today's world, because we're going to talk about AI in a little bit, but uh, Hal yeah, decides yeah. that Dave doesn't need to exist any longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, the you know books, a parent who maybe fixed things all the time, took things apart. I mean, what what is it that got you going in this uh, direction of technology? I mean, what. what for that
0: me it was it was two things one um if anyone grew up with a nintendo entertainment center system they had to figure out how to like plug the thing into the tech the tvs as the tvs kept changing and then the, the 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 cartridges didn't always work like you had to blow in them like this is let's just talk the earliest possible troubleshooting the most simple technical troubleshooting like how do i get my video games to play but i'd say that's what like just started it for me like playing video games, being engaged with the technology. Like, why doesn't it work if this isn't plugged in versus that's plugged in? Like, figuring out how it worked. Uh, but after that, it was really, I, I will credit MySpace. MySpace as a platform <laughs> allowed you to, like, edit the HTML and the nice. CSS of your page to, like, put a song in the background, have, like, stars streaming through your screen and stuff. Like, weird stuff like that, right? And and that would be probably the the very first tech stuff that I was like, oh, this isn't just, like, click and press. Like, I need to, like, learn something, figure out how to make this better. That, that was my introduction. Cool. Yeah, mine Mine is similar,
2: actually, ironically. I don't know if it's Nintendo. I, I mean, I guess Nintendo would have been the first console I had. But gaming was the thing that got me into technology first, playing around with that um, and uh, just figuring out how it worked. And even on the computer side, eventually getting into computer gaming and stuff like that is really what kind of got me interested in the computer side of technology. But uh, then also, ironically, MySpace. <laughs> um, wow. I was, I was, <laughs> we did not prepare this. <laughs> we did not prepare this. Uh, it, was a, it was a combo of that and being in a band. I was in a band for uh, the earlier part of my life. And so, like, the audio technology side of things was a, a must as a part of that. And, like, Will's mentioning, although my use was a little bit different, we had a band, MySpace, and things like that. So we had to, like, learn a do. De- some of the, like the HTML and things like that. So I just eventually kind of just enjoyed it, and it became a part uh, of myself. And uh, yeah, and I also love Star Wars. Is if you could see my background? <laughs> yes. So yes. I'm a nerd at heart. <laughs>
1: nice. I love it. I love it. Yes. I got a I got a feeling that uh, between Nintendo and uh, Star Wars, that there's a lot of things that a lot of people that are into technology just because. And I, I've experienced what you're talking about, Will, with the you had to blow on the on the cartridge. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, come on. You, it uh, won't
2: turn <laughs> on. What? Yeah. <laughs> right exactly. it, it, it rocked my world when I found out you weren't supposed to do that. That there's a thing that tells you not to blow on the Nintendo thing. So <laughs> I was like, that's not. That can't be true.
1: That's no my one entire childhood. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. Yes. And then, and then of course, there's nothing more amazing as uh, you know, I, I wonder how many people, you know, one day I'm going to have my own robot like that thing. All right. It's going <laughs> to, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, gotta love that. So good stuff. I, all right. So tell us what you do in your work world. Cause that's, uh, that, that's what I'm curious about here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll jump in first. So, I work in what's called the office of digital learning. So I work in higher education um, and our office helps design and develop fully online courses and hybrid courses. So in our context in higher ed uh, like an instructor, a faculty member who we call a subject matter expert works with a team of an instructional designer, technologists, and an editor, and they all work together to kind of build fully online courses. So uh, I oversee the technology side of our team, the instructional technologists. So I work in that area, building courses, integrating ed tech, things like that. Um, and uh, I also teach as an adjunct uh, in one of the academic departments at our institution. So I, I teach when I can uh, within that. So.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I um, I used to do that. I literally <laughs> worked at Josh's institution when uh, I when I left the position, he came and took it. I went on to another institution or two, and. 2020 happened and, and subsequently 2021 and my life changed a good bit. So uh, I moved over into corporate. I'm in e-learning and development um, in the corporate space at this point, which I'm still running like learning management system. I still do a lot of data and reporting on learning and analytics. I, I support with vendors and getting uh, content integrated from third parties, but also uh, build learning content at that point. So, you know, we both have a lot of like the technical stuff and that's like the, maybe what is caught first when we say high tech podcast, but all of it comes back from our love of education. Like we both do this stuff to try and make the learning better and more effective for people, you know, so it's a little bit of where we're coming from.
1: Very cool. Very cool. This is, and I, you know, there's, there's some stuff from your episodes and then other stuff that I just want to ask you because I, you know, I have part of my world touches uh, uh, has me working um, through a, I, I do some, um, performance coaching, leadership coaching with, uh, okay. people are in degree programs. And, uh, so the university that I do that through has, uh, uh, you know, they use lots of technology and the, the professors there have access to lots of technology. And so just keep that thought because that's going to be behind one of my questions in just all a minute, right, all right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because I learned some valuable things, um, As I as I was trying to get used to who knew what and who didn't know what, but uh, coming back to that, I I, so I'm a subscriber, a follower to High Tech Podcast. You got an awesome podcast there, and uh, you got cool stuff happening. And I gotta, I gotta. Say this because I laughed. I was trying not to laugh as I was reading that intro that I stole from your uh, uh, one of your pages there. The uh, um, but it it was awesome because if I ever want to make any of my family members roll my eyes, all I have to do is use the words podcast. All right, (laughs) Dad, please don't don't go there. Or or my wife will say, yeah, 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 whatever. Move on.
0: You know, next.
1: (laughs) And so that that just I I love that part there because that's just. I feel you, man.
0: <laughs> oh I mean, yeah. you know, twenty twenty. Like what what was any of us doing, right? Talking to our best friends, getting on the internet a lot with each other, yeah. and Josh and I were just like, we gotta do this. This has gotta happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now it's now it's the reverse of it. Like we talk about work stuff at the podcast, but like, you know, if we talk about the podcast around our wives, that's a, a different a different dynamic. So <laughs> Nice, nice, nice.
1: I, I all I know is that all I gotta do is Mention any of that because my family is very proud of themselves. This includes my wife and my sons, who are, you know, in the work world. They're, you know, they're they're out in their their worlds, and uh, um, they like to say, you know, they're very proud of the fact they've never listened to my podcast. And I'm
0: like, how <laughs> can you do that? I'd- That's my wife. Nice. Josh's wife has listened, but mine has yeah. listened to one episode, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> nice That's that. it. I'm a hundred. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those
1: things where you're like, guys, because I mean, at least now I can brag to my listeners and say not one of them is my family. So, no,
0: you know, yeah. But they're real numbers, folks.
1: They're real yeah. numbers. Yes. They're not. I like that. I like that. Do you, um, so when you said I got to do this podcast, I got to make it happen. I know you're in dealing with COVID and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, what what was it that you said? This is the thing. This is the podcast. I mean, it's it's high tech. I'm what made that happen?
0: You know, I, I think that we really came back to that higher education route. I was still in higher education as we were formulating the idea. And so we just wanted to say like, and and actually Josh might have a little bit more to this, but like, we're like, really wasn't something that we felt was hitting this subject for us. Um, and so we wanted to create what we couldn't find. But but, Josh, you you were looking for it specifically, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah,
2: like some of the context as Will alluded to already, and we've talked about on our podcast, Um, I had very little background in this area before I came. Uh, I was actually working as a pastor originally, and I was Ah. looking to transition. I'd been doing TA work at a grad level at the institution I work at now that Will was at at that point, and I was looking to transition. Will had decided to leave his position for a handful of reasons, and then some dynamics had changed, and uh, he felt like it wasn't as a a horrible environment anymore and was like, hey, I'm still leaving, but I think you could could do well at this, Um, and I know you're looking to get into higher ed. Um, we could reply so I did and somehow got the job I don't you know, they're like here <laughs> you can be our, our I was administering our LMS and I was an initial technologist so I was helping uh, faculty integrate technology things like that and so I got into this job and I did what basically any other like 20 something white guy does when he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing he's like I'll find podcasts <laughs> um, about this topic because I had originally had like a 40 minute commute to work uh, until we had moved uh, closer to where I work now. But the I remember – well, you were like painting an attic. I remember this conversation <laughs> like distinctly. You were painting an attic. And we'd come over. We were looking for houses in, in the city that we live in now. And I remember talking to him and being like, I I've, I've found a bunch of podcasts. At the time, I didn't find EU Podcast Network, so I hadn't found this group of podcasts. But I found a, a handful. And they were good, but they – they were very K-12 focused, which was okay. Like I could take stuff away from that, but as somebody who was newer and didn't know as much about this area, I was really looking for people who were in similar circumstances that, that I was in and I wasn't finding it. And the other thing that Will and I loved was being able to just like find the plethora of tools and apps that are out there to open the spectrum of what you can do. And we felt like there weren't a lot of podcasts that were doing that. And I remember Will joking, going, well, we could start a podcast and uh, we got that idea. <laughs> it fell apart until COVID happened, and then we were like, "Well, we're we're bored now because we're all locked up. I guess we could we could figure this pod- out. We could do that podcast thing we were gonna do." So and that's how it that's how it was born.
0: Josh that's- helped us find the niche, and then we just we we're both like because of some of my connections to K twelve. I always have found that there's like a lot of great tools being used in K twelve that higher education faculty don't know about. Yeah. So we felt like this was that perfect marriage of like, hey, uh, the audience might exist to want to hear from us. And these folks don't know about the dozens and dozens, hundreds of tools that exist. So high tech, higher education, educational technology.
1: I love it. That's awesome. And it's, it's so cool. Cause it, you know, it's, it, it's funny. What I'd i been kind of starting to listen to some podcasts way back when. And, and um, I, I'm like at the time I was a high school principal and I'm like, Hey, I don't know if I can start one because it wasn't as, you know, now that it's so easy to get the equipment and yeah, to be yeah, started yeah. In, in a heartbeat. And, uh, um, but at the time it was kind of some confusing information out about there because people wanted to sell you these packages of equipment and, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're, they're talking some pretty expensive equipment. And I, and I, and I started off with just a handheld recorder. Now, I don't want to direct people to those episodes because it was a handheld (laughs) recorder. All right. And, but (laughs) so I got to get you to talk about, can you talk a little bit about some experiences you had over the time with the changes of, you know, you know, like the evolution of your equipment or something like that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we're the same way. If you go back to episode one, it, I cringe a little bit listening to Cause so for those who can't see, Will's wearing like a gaming headset right now and he's not using the mic on it, but that was all we had at the time. So we, we both had that identical headset and we would just record on that. We would, I would record on zoom was the starting place of, of how we would do things. And I still laugh. We don't do this anymore. We will would hold a, like a Bluetooth speaker, up to his <laughs> mic so that I could clap to nice. like figure out where the start of our episodes were. So we could align our audio together um, and we could, we could nail things. So we started off that way and it wasn't too long. Well, I don't remember how long it, it took us. Eventually we found like uh, for those who don't know what it really is, but like, if you're looking at podcaster or mics, they're often referenced as condenser mics this is how they're used, utilized. We bought some cheap ones off of Amazon, some equipment and, um, eventually moved off of Zoom. We found that Zoom's audio recording was was okay, but there were some things we wanted to tweak about it. So we we moved to a platform called ZenCaster and started doing recording there. We've been using it for guest recording for a while and uh, moved there. And we've kind of evolved over time. Uh, we actually haven't really upgraded equipment in a while, although that's probably coming uh, because we've been trying to make money in the podcast. So um we'll see. The, we'll see we'll see we're upgrading i think the only thing we've upgraded is both will and i now have these digital uh like analog tools that we can control audio for different devices and things like that on our computer so and we've upgraded some lighting the big upgrade was uh, i don't remember what season we did it in but we we eventually switched to video uh, it was something yeah. will and i had always wanted to do so we switched to video about a year ago uh, and that required us to think about lighting and things like that because now people could see us um and think about clothes even though i wear pretty much the same shirt most every Josh has a tuesday shirt, I have
0: a tuesday <laughs> shirt I'm, I'm wearing it i'm
2: actually wearing it on a monday today um wow, surprise yeah so tomorrow should be a changeup. um but yeah that was the basically kind of our equipment changes and the way we the way we tweak
0: things well i don't and know if I'm gonna add some just to speak to like some of the tech, not the software and stuff, like we were using zoom, but like, I wanted to be able to, I don't remember what's changed and why something, but like we had an issue with the fact that zoom, we gave me like one audio file and I wanted to be able to control because ironically we had the same microphone, but our audio levels came through differently. Oh, wow. He would be louder. I'd be quiet or something. So like, I wanted separate audio files to have more minute control on the editing front. And that's where literally we would both run Audacity, a you know, free software on each of our plat- uh, computers oh, yeah. I and I just the clap to sync up the audio files across our computers across distance. Right? It, it was, it was the, the tape approach, but yes, moving to something like thing which has an integrated platform kept all the, and I can get all the files out separately. That was a big win for us uh, functionally as a platform.
1: That's cool. That's it's. It's interesting here the the stages that we go through, um, especially because you know your own stuff, and then when you hear other people's stories about the same thing, and because uh, it, it, yeah. it it you've just make this that progress, and uh, and some of it comes by, uh, you know, I got to make this better to, <laughs> or just simply by stumbling yeah. into it, and uh, you know, it's um, that's, that's I, usually it. <laughs> yeah, I I first started off with uh, after you know. I, I was using, uh, oh, now I can't even believe I can't think of the name of it. It was the um, the thing that came with all computers kind of sort of with the.
0: On Macs or PCs? PCs. Uh, just like.
1: Oh, I can't, I can't I, believe. I, I don't even know. Just I'm talking about when player? people would, like... you you connect online. So like Zoom has really kind of oh, taken Skype? its place skype thank you jeez i don't yes. know why i mean it's, and yes. skype had some really serious interesting issues all right <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and it is and it's like uh all of a sudden yeah i don't think they can hear me anymore i think everybody's frozen that type of thing and you know it's like right, and right. uh um but uh to you know i use zoom now and i and i've um, been using Zoom for a little bit, but it was all because a guest one time. I, I was having frustrations with the the Skype, and they they said, "Have you thought about in our business where we use Zoom?" And this was before COVID, so this was yeah. this is what was kind of yeah. cool is that I had made the transition a, a little bit before that, uh, so I was ready for it. But uh, interesting stuff. I I appreciate you talking about that. I you know it, just to know one of the things that uh, really encouraged me. I, I'm, I'm I have to say this. I I like not only do I like Star Wars, I like Star Trek, and uh, I also um, am, a, am a comic collector of, of Spider Man, and uh, and so I was at yes. a. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And I was yeah. at a I was at a, uh, uh, a convention with my son, and we were walking in, and this was Earth. You know, this is a bunch of years ago, and there's these. And by the way, you have to know that you got in free if you dressed up as a character so i'm dressed yeah, up as fred flintstone and he was dressed up as mario and ah, <laughs> yes. so that it has a lot to do with the image also at the yeah. time but yeah. there were these there were these two guys at the front who were doing an a, a podcast with each other and they were having a blast and that was kind of what made me say you know i got to go from just listening to doing one was i saw this guy's having a blast they were there's no scripts they're talking comic books i i don't even know if they really were you know coherent about what they were talking about or not but they're having so much fun that's what shifted me so but that
0: was it for us and and like i said like we started with software and and the tech we had like we didn't spend a dollar to start very shortly thereafter we wanted the condenser mics we spent like but even these are only like 50 dollar mics like it was something for us we we, for a long time we have just called this a hobby cast right like it's something we enjoy doing and we take as little effort to get into it as possible we've continued to improve our practice as we've learn new techniques gotten new stuff that kind of thing this was a lot of fun
1: it's just so cool because i I like sharing that with uh, people listening because it's like you know you two just you just start it's you you get to try it and figure it out and then move progress as you go and uh, i think that's important for people to understand because it's it's just uh (laughs) it's it i think that's what we all do is at some point unless unless we're you know Hollywood actors who actually hire people to uh, do everything but the voice, you know,
0: <laughs> smartless. I <I'm> do what, who? <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Uh, all right. So let's talk about this. I mean, how about the formatting of a show? I mean, did high tech uh, evolve from, you know, the original concept to where it is now? I mean, what was, I mean, think about that for just a little bit. Cause I, I do know one thing I brought up before we started talking, there was, you had this images thing about having people send you pictures of animals. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's one of those things that i think is also the trial and error right like we started off and we very had a very hard line in our heads of like let's do 50 percent pedagogy and 50 percent technology like the episodes will be 50 50 i'm not sure it's ever been that like the, t- <laughs> yeah. the, tech, the tech sometimes gets a little longer but more often than not it's like a 60 40 70 30 yeah. distribution where we just get into the methodology conversation and go deep and then the tech is like oh all right we also have an app today like, nice let's bring yeah. that up but uh you know we used to do some different things when we'd start we'd like ask a question or we'd ask we'd do like asking the audience to email us things really we're just trying to get engagement see if people were listening or not and <laughs> we got a few pictures here and there and you know it's, it's fun and interesting but i think the most recent thing we did was like we did a, I don't know, fifty episodes or something. And we all that a season. We just kept recording forever. And we we're yeah. like, this is a season. Um, we very recently, in in going into twenty three, decided like we we're going to structure our seasons. Each season's fifteen episodes. We're going to figure out what we can eat, can, what each season's going to kind of focus on or contain. And and for us, actually, it's just more about pacing, right? We just started recording every Tuesday night, and we never took a break. Sometimes it was two episodes, three episodes in a night. We just kept recording every week, and uh, it's not necessarily sustainable forever. So picking up kind of a – Josh brought some great strategies to us. He's like, let's do a six-week cycle, four recording, two not recording, cycle this around, and then we'll be able to control our 15-episode seasons a lot more clearly, which gives us more control of like what we want to talk about. I think – you know is it being said here first for the first time maybe we're we're looking at adjusting the audience we were looking at expanding our just i i've been in corporate now for two plus years and so like it doesn't have to just higher education uh never really was cuz we talked about K12 too but we might we might just get to more general tech and and more general work, workforce methodology and like we're seeing we're seeing what's going to happen but like we've come somewhere and we're we've still got plenty of places to go That's- yeah i was going to say that's a similar thing. Like it's, it's the,
2: I think the core of what we wanted to do, which is both kind of focus on learning and technology is still there. And it has always been there. Um, but I, I would definitely say that that's been kind of the bigger evolution of the podcast is when we first started, it was just, we kept recording until we were, until we didn't Exhausted. know what to do. Like we wanted <laughs> to take a break. And then we were like, well, we'll call that a season. And we, like Will said, I think our first season, if you, if you open up our website, which is where it's clearly organized by that, it's uh, you'll see like the first season's like fifty something episodes, but season four it's like fifteen. We decided to take it in smaller chunks, um, and that forced us to be more, um, selective about what we focus on. Like, there were times Will and I would do like in in a season we do like we do like series occasionally where it's like handful of episodes are focused on the same topic and are organized kind of in a structure. And we would do that a lot during a season. We ended up wearing ourselves out because we were just like, we were doing these constant series all the time. And those require a lot more planning than just recording episodes. So when we switched our organized seasons, we also switched to like, okay, we're only doing one series per season. The rest of everything yeah. else will be either just come out of topic, having fun with stuff. Maybe it's a short two-parter episodes. So we don't feel like forcing it into one episode. Um, we get a bunch of guests. I think that's been the evolution and like Will said, kind of the next step for us is we're still going to be talking about education, that will still be a major focus of ours. But, um, the will and with Will's change and some of like my different um interests and things like that, we want to not just limit ourselves to talk just higher ed, but there's a lot of learning and education going on in adult life outside of high uh, of higher ed area that we want to dive into. I think the interesting a topic that Will and I kind of fell into is, yes, we're talking about higher education, pedagogy, all those things. Will and I work in a slightly different environment than a lot of other people that come onto our podcast and our guests. We're not necessarily fully teachers all the time. We're mostly actually developing learning content from a pedagogical yeah. side while also doing teaching on the side. So that's kind of caused us to have a slightly different bent in the podcast where we, we tend to talk more about the process of creating things, looking through things while also talking about teaching as well when we get there.
1: Very cool. This is and it and it, and it's a good thing to have that, you know, at least my experience to, to kind of evolve and you know make the ebbs and flows as you start finding out things that you're you're addressing or that are people's thoughts and stuff like that. Because it's uh, Yeah it, it is it kind will- of
0: and if we started out with like a podcast about, you know, let's just say Nissan, right? Hashtag not a sponsor. But if that was a podcast about Nissan and we ran out of cars and made by Nissan, like the podcast's over. Like there's there's something to like a limited scope podcast. It's okay to have a lifespan, but Josh and I don't intend to have a limited scope. We don't want to. Like it's this is something we just enjoy doing. It's both our hobby we're going pro if you will semi-pro maybe and so we're just using the space that we have to keep keep talking and that is another end of the evolution where like we've been having a
2: lot more guests that are also in k-12 and will and i still try to then take that information and and kind of use his and i's perspectives on higher ed and above how that might apply to those areas but we originally when we first started very tentative about you know like do we just bring in guests that are in higher ed or branch areas. And we realize, well, we're limiting ourselves too much. There's a lot of knowledge across all spaces and it doesn't matter what space we're in. Um, we were just talking on house of ed tech with Chris about this. Like it doesn't matter what space you're in. There's a lot to learn from yeah. across those areas.
1: Oh, most definitely. This is uh, and it, it, you know, it's funny because uh, as you're talking about that, because just as a note, I mean, mine's teaching, learning, leading K-12, right. Well, it, it basically, I say I can just about attach anything to one of those three words. All right, so, <laughs> yes. Yes. and that's that's kind of where I go with when I'm I'm trying to to figure out how to because I don't want it to become stale. I want to be able to go out there and find right. different topics, and I and so I like that Absolutely. about what your different uh, shows do that in that uh, you have different things that I, I guess come to people's attention or whatever or to, or to your attention, and uh, so it's cool. I, and which brings me to this, I have to ask because being technology people, all right, and doing the types of jobs or that you either do now or used to do, you have to have a lot of people asking you different types of questions or the same types of questions. And I was wondering if you have some common ones that people say, help, I need some help. And it's, (laughs) is there one type that constantly is brought to your attention?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll jump at this first, uh, you know, I'm not leaving my corporate buddy out, but I'll talk a little bit about the higher ed <laughs> questions. Um, uh, like, yeah, so in our area, to context, the technology I oversee uh, oversees our learning management system. So they are, which we use Canvas. So they're responsible for technical support and things like that. I, a lot of the questions we get most often, in my experience, are the the basic LMS questions. Like those are a lot. We get way more of those than we do like the I I and I'm excited for those times when I get the faculty member who really wants to get creative and they're like a problem we need to solve. Uh, A lot of times it's more of like, just how do I create an assignment that students aren't confused by? Like that's-
0: How to (laughs) use the grade book.
2: Yeah, (laughs) use the grade (laughs) book, things like that. Um, So those are common common questions. I think in the classroom part of things, a lot of times it's just uh, like, how do I- we've been getting a lot more questions about like, how do we deal with students who are kind of remote in certain areas? Like there's a, still a push for some of those. We're doing a lot of push into online too. So there's a lot of questions towards us about just like technology in online education. What, what does it look, how do you use this? How do you do this? And, and AI is, is definitely the other big element. Like we were the, in my situation, my team is the one who's done the presentations on AI, pretending like we're experts on something that keeps changing every single day. Um, We get a lot of questions from faculty right now about that, like how to how to figure out if something's AI written, what can AI do? There's a lot of questions around those areas.
0: Very. And I'd say just on mine, like the most unique thing I've ever been asked was related to the pandemic. Um, at the institution I was at at the moment, a school instructor came in and said, How am I supposed to teach this online? And so, uh, you know, <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of what Josh is saying, but like, that's one that stands out. That's a big, big fun story for our podcast. That's when we'll build the pool
2: in the guys'. Uh house and, 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 you
0: know, helped him, and Yeah, and scuba video yeah, recording yeah. no That's yeah sure. that was one of those ones we definitely all scratched our head like yeah hey, how are you supposed to teach scuba online so <laughs> the ballroom dancer came to us and asked that and we said mm, well you know do you have a, a partner or someone at home can you do some filming can we, yeah, yeah yeah so so that was something we were able to actually accommodate and nice. if you think about that that was a fun one to like work through i also did tai chi i had an tai chi instructor you know these are things that you'd imagine having a physical presence is required to teach. I'd say it is probably optimal to teach <laughs> with yeah. physical presence, but we made it work. Like, I, yeah. you know, I'm not saying it's the same, but we got that ballroom class done, we got that Tai Chi class done. It took a lot of creative filming, create assignments, um, lots of repetition getting the students to send again and say, like, uh, that wasn't a great angle or cut, or you missed a couple moves, send me another video, send me another video. Uh, those are some, some really, you, you're you asking like, maybe for more like consistent ones we have, but those are some top ones I've had with that, frankly, yeah. stretch muscles. No, Those are
1: cool ones. That's a, yeah, cause it, you know, it's funny. um I, I, I have to say this cause I, I'm a, I'm a I mean, I really like a lot of different type of pop culture type things. And I don't know if you ever yes. watched the show it crowd. Um, oh, I've yeah.
0: watched this season too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. I love it. And one, and one of my
1: favorite, one of my favorite uh, responses is, have you tried turning it off and on? know, hey, call me back after yes. you've done that. And, and, uh, you know, and it's, there's so many cool things. Well, you know, one, one of the things that I was going to tell you, I was at the, the college level and, uh, you know, uh, where I do this coaching now I'm at K through 12. That's where my work is. And I, I work as support for, for them now. And, uh, but it's just funny when uh, you go to this, this college and they have a IT department. And if you need help, they teach classes and stuff. I've taken a couple of the classes, which is really cool. And I'm in an audience that's, you know, I'm I'm getting up there all right now. But I still feel like I'm 30 years younger than everybody around me. And it's like, it's like wow, because some of the questions asked um, really go with that, uh, you know, did you try turn it off and on type of questions. And, and so I, I go to this. So we... For the last past eight years, I've been Google-fied, All right, I've been in a world that's all about yeah. Google this and Google that. So I've been learning all about Google. Well, now I've transitioned to a new world, and this new world where uh, Microsoftified, <laughs> I don't, you know, Outlookified, <laughs> yeah. and and so I'm trying to learn how to do um, all this stuff. And what's cool is I have someone who's teaching me the right ways of doing this stuff. Because long back in my yeah. career, I taught myself these different things by myself. And so I had these gaps. Right. But what's funny is that in the, you know, in this Microsoft online version, you know, you can send links to your mm-hmm. documents and stuff like that, you know, like you can in, in Google, but it's their version of it. Well, what's funny, what I've run into in the college world is that they don't understand that um, – when you send that link it's live and you can go in and you can change things and everything <laughs> and and that's actually there and instead they oh want no. you to down they want you to download it they want you to yeah. to, to attach it and then download it and so you got to sign something you get then they want you to scan it and put it back and it's like come on you have this ability <laughs> you yes. have I, I had uh, I had someone saying your documents not there. Your documents not there. I said I, I keep sending you, and then I realized what they were looking for. They weren't looking for the link. They were looking for the downloaded
2: attached yeah, file. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: See if I could if I could bring you to my college environment and have you just like you know be another person to preach. Uh, be fantastic. That's our team. Like our internal team that works on development and stuff. We're constantly we've moved beyond uh word online and google and using some of the other bigger tools that are now becoming more popular in that space but the amount of people that i get attachments from that want to like collaborate on things (laughs) i don't want to be like guys there's this is not we don't have to do this anymore stop sending me hard like i just had that like the the, my send in my syllabus and get it revived. And the department assistant sent me the syllabus as a stock document nice. with comments on it. And I, I wanted to be like, there's, but there's a, we could have just had a link but that you could have, I've seen what together. I did. You could have, I don't understand
0: why we have to, why do we have to do this what's, what's even better? What's 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 it's worse? Actually, it's worse. But what's even better is when I get at work now in the corporate world, I get a Google Doc. Shared link, we're all in it together. Because okay, so Google doesn't have a fi- file, right? It doesn't exist. And people go in there and start doing, well, I'm going to write all of my words in red. You write all your words in purple. You choose, yeah. you know, pick your color so that we can all see who's... Like, oh, no. no, no, no. This, everyone write in black and use comments if you have questions. <laughs> There's no, the, the whole, like, the email threads, right? Like, yeah, I'll write in blue, you write in red. I write in blue, you write in red. Right. Okay, but not with a live... Google synchronous yeah. document or Microsoft Online synchronous document. Yeah, like, we it's, don't need. It's to do funny anything.
1: how some practices just kind of die. They, they don't.
0: And some don't.
1: It's right. And some <laughs> yeah. don't. You know, some it's,
0: just keep coming. It,
1: it's it's like oh, I got to do this. It, one of my favorite commercials has been a few. It's been a. It's a few years old now, but it's it's the one where the the guy's trying to explain to his mom that because she wants to show him how she's posted on her wall all the things she's been doing and she's pasted the stuff up on her you know living room wall or whatever. He's like, that's <laughs> yeah. not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, good stuff. I mean, I figure you guys have some good stories about stuff like that. All, it's it's kind of like, you know, if you are familiar with who Marvin the Paranoid Android is, I mean, one of my favorite things is that, that comes out in that book is that he talks about, uh, he has like the brain of the size of the universe, and uh, they asked me to, Marvin, can you go get this? Can you go get that? <laughs> and, yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I can kind of imagine you're running. And for those of you who are listening who don't know what I'm geeking out about, this is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The Galaxy, so, yeah. Uh,
0: Gotcha. my uh my hotspot on my phone steve i've named my hotspot a towel nice nice yes <laughs> cuz you should never leave home without one love it never. love it steve thank you i appreciate
2: this just real quick side note on that <laughs> on that thing i read the book the hitchhikers guide to the galaxy and then also uh that has a special place in my heart because one time i got grounded in middle school like i wasn't allowed to watch tv like it was a long time. I had done something really dumb. I was grounded <laughs> for like six months, and I wasn't allowed to watch TV for all of those six months. But I found a loophole. They weren't allowed. To, they did take my iPod away, at a thirty-two gig iPod with like that little screen, right? Nice. The only movie I had on that iPod was The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, <laughs> nice, and I watched it on repeat for like six months. So <laughs> I have the entire movie. Like, remember, <laughs> we need to watch that
0: together, Josh. I think I would enjoy watching that. We yeah.
1: There's nothing better than uh, th- th- that on rewind. I can imagine, uh, you know, on, over and over again. Because there's so <laughs> many lines, man. The they, uh, and if you've never seen the uh, BBC um, show on The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if you like it, you got to watch that because that's there's yeah. the, there's there's voices there that will stick with you as the voices of all these characters after you've watched it. But there's uh there's nothing better than those stories and the sarcasm involved. You know, I
0: just yeah. wrote down a note. I didn't even know it was a thing, the BBC version. So uh, I will track that down. Oh, it's a good time.
1: It's good. It was a, uh, it was a um, radio show and then they took the same actors and they, um, they did a, uh, I keep wanting to say live action but not live action it was like old doctor who they they did a, a TV yeah. show version of it with the same actors who were the voices so you you see them zafod bavel brocks and and uh, arthur dent and all of them and it's just a uh, um you just <laughs> Eddie, the shipboard computer, will get stuck in your head as that's what AI sounds like to <laughs> that's me. What it All right. Sound so like. Yes, exactly. It. Hi, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, good stuff. So, uh, um, <laughs> sorry, I'll, I digress just a little bit. Uh, I've, I found a lot of times I ask somebody if, uh, if they know what that is, and they go, huh? And I go, oh, you're killing me. <laughs>
0: when you find someone who knows, <laughs> yes. Yes. you hold tight. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know what? <laughs> All right. So, Let's use that to get into AI. I've been saving AI because you guys have been doing, you've been talking about uh, AI on your show and stuff like this, and uh, the whole world's kind of talking about AI. And it's really kind of interesting because um, in just a few short couple of months, we've gone from, oh my gosh, the world is falling apart and we'll have to outlaw it to It can be helpful. And now we're, I think we're back around to outlawing it again. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Good, <laughs> you know, spin the spin the wheel. Like, <laughs> yeah. where are we this month?
1: Exactly. It's like, whoa, my gosh. Well, you know, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, you know, it's really popular. I mean, uh, what do you think? Is is this AI, or are we about to introduce Skynet? And if you don't know that reference, I mean, that's the one that that creates the Terminators to destroy humanity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, what is what is this? What's going on with AI? What do you guys think?
0: It's not new you know that's one of the things that try and find some peace and I, if 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 you knew me personally if we were grabbing a pint down the street you know i would tell you how much i hate <laughs> technology like this and and the privacy invasion and my personal like there's certain things i'm i'm, a, yeah. I'm close to marvin on the paranoid oh, yeah. but we'll like technology but then also like wants to live in a cabin Without yes.
2: uh, any connection to the technology and a shotgun, so yes, yes, so it's, yes, it's, nice. it's
0: a mixture of things. <laughs> but um, at that same stroke, like I am I find a lot of comfort in the fact that this isn't actually we've been using language model and and chatbots, things like this. Like that's what made this all popular in this moment. It's existed for quite some time. Um, I was a I was a teenager. I was talking to chatbots on AIM, right? AOL Messenger, and they could reply and talk to me. For hour without giving me a repeated response right nice. like that meant that someone had done enough work in those spots to give them a kind of variety and variables that if you asked a question it could give a different response and, and it could have a conversation with you what happened in november 22 is that open ai released a large language model that uses what we would almost call an infinite database of of language to auto generate those responses so before then the prevailing AI that we were experiencing, someone was, I'd say, manually programming. They could probably come up with certain algorithms and make some smaller. That's like that didn't have to literally uh, create everything. But like I had a I had a colleague in two thousand and seventeen or eighteen who made a chatbot in a higher education classroom, and they used it as like a a virtual TA. Right? If you had to ask, if you could ask a question about the syllabus, like they had put. The entire syllabus into the chat bot, and so if you ask, like, hey, what's the day the class meets, it would scan the syllabus and respond in a couple seconds. That's that's like the proto chat GPT now, it can do it instantaneously and searches almost the internet's worth of information. That's what happened. We just we just we didn't even take a jump, we leapfrogged like six stages of development from like, let me pr- program all this stuff into something to, alright, here use the internet as your reference, answer the person, and if anybody's not familiar ChatGPT is specifically locked to, what, 2021 or
2: 2020? 2020. Well, I mean, 4 is uh, is
0: access the internet Oh, so... four, four, oh okay, well yeah, so 4 yeah. now just accesses the whole darned internet and good <laughs> luck, we're done, send me back to my cabin with the shotgun, but um... <laughs> Nice, nice. The the thing that's happening at this moment is we just have exponentially grown past anything we could expect. That's we just took a huge leap forward, and that's where everybody's freaking out. They don't have any like what's the what's the what's the guardrails on this? What are we supposed to do if this goes haywire? Yeah. Can it? What do, nobody knows those answers. And yeah. I think some of it's fun. Just jump in the playground, <laughs> jump in the sandbox, and start tossing dirt. But. On the other side, yeah, like we're in a cycle now of like more laws coming back. Like, maybe should this be banned? Maybe this shouldn't be, or, or what but, parts of it should be or shouldn't be? Yeah, it's an interesting yeah, I think thing. We've
2: we been talking about it in our, like you referenced our series that we just recently finished, Opening AI. It's been Will and I's attempt at kind of talking through it. And we've had some experts on to talk about different things. Will and I, by all means, are not technical experts in chat GPT or, or AI. We know enough about it to. To sound smart, we're kind of like ChatGPT about ChatGPT, but we're we know enough to to talk about it. I think I, I agree. It's it's one of those things where it's not something new. It's uh, and I think it could be a helpful resource. I think there's some interesting ways we can play around with it. I we've talked a lot in a series about that this whole thing we're experiencing with ChatGPT just in a tech wise is not new either. Like you can pull quotes from what people are dropping in news articles and Twitter and social media and what, um, administrators saying as they're coming up with limiting policies you could basically copy and paste that take it back to when the calculator came out or when uh they, there's a famous statement that there was a letter sent to the president when they first came out with trains that <laughs> they, they needed to stop coming out with trains because it was going to ruin society nice um, yeah. there's we've been through this before that technology just evolves and there's some areas that i do think we need to be Uh, discerning in how we use it and how we leverage it. And I do think we should be asking important questions about how does this impact our students and the way they think and what they do and and come back to some of our core conversations about digital citizenship and how we interact with uh, the digital world and internet and all the things that we're looking at um i've joked on our podcast a couple of times if i'm fearful about anything it's not about ai it's just about what we're going to do as humans uh (laughs) to abuse it but there's a lot of really cool ways we've shared on our podcast a lot of ways people are trying to leverage it from uh automating some of the content creation or things that we don't uh, like doing that can cut down some of the time i shared recently on our podcast there's a tool called id assist that you can actually use to write, uh, get started writing quiz questions. And I don't know about anybody who's written quiz questions. It's a painful and obnoxious process. And this tool actually, they built on top of the AI Bloom's Taxonomy. So it'll actually leverage Bloom's Taxonomy to build questions. Are they perfect? By no means. We should edit them, clean them up. But I have to admit, they're probably better than what my first attempt at (laughs) quiz questions would have been before I edited my own work. So it kind of cuts down on some of that. That area, so I think there's a lot of potential there, and I think we just we can't ignore it. AI is going to continue to grow uh, in its use. We see every technology tool across the spectrum trying to race to figure out how they can come up with their own AI assistant, or AI editor, or AI image creator, or whatever it may be. And uh, honestly, they're fun to play with. We should have some creativity and be willing to even with our students, not be afraid of leveraging the tool. At the end of the day, I keep coming back to if assignments are designed well and they're not something people could just Google search and copy and paste into documents, ChatGPT and AI shouldn't be able to just do the assignment for your students either. Uh, so if you're if you're working on good assignments, the, the AI can't do it. In fact, there's been articles recently about for people doing math, uh, because they connected ChatGPT4 to the internet, uh, it has been getting dumber. <laughs> um And is actually got. I think it was like when it first came out, it was like an eighty percent success rate or something with math, and it's down to like a three percent. Don't quote me on that. I have to, I have to find dramatic, the article. Dramatic but because it's pulling more data from us. It got dumber, <laughs> and, and it's actually not even as successful at math problems as it was when they first released it. So got, got access uh, to the wrong
1: database.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is doing great until they were like, well, what if we give it all the information humanity posts on the internet? That feels like probably a good... It just hits Reddit and it breaks. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. It, <laughs> it just blows up.
1: I like that. That's, 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 that's a good explanation for that. That's that logic question or whatever. It's like, this makes no sense. These people are stupid. Goodbye. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so long and thanks for that's all the sad. fish. I that's that's yeah. nice. I, um, <laughs> so I know we're coming up to the end. I could talk to you guys all day. I, you're probably ready to shut me off. But at the same time, this, is, uh, this has been cool. And i I got to ask you this. You do a commercial for us real quick. Why should
0: educators of whatever sort or even corporate world listen to the high-tech podcast we put in the effort we show up I mean like one of the things we just love about this is is if there's a technology we we, we look at it we research it we get word for use it or we, ourselves right uh, if it's a methodology a pedagogy we have researched it read about it talked with teachers using it like we you know I, I i don't i just want to say we're not BuzzFeed, right we're not just like putting things out there so you click on the link we care about what we do uh, and so if you care about higher education, you care about corporate education, join us.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's it, we we bring on a lot of different – at the end of the day, Will and I's focus is we love using technology. We love there's, – there's a tensionality behind the harness terminology that we use in our podcast, right? which is that we want to help people harness the power that technology has for good in what they're doing and creating learning experiences, helping people learn, teaching, all those things. Uh, but while we love the technology side, Will and I are very passionate about when we talk about technology, we bring it. Pedagogy is first behind the on the technology. Um, I, I've interacted with a lot of different people, in a lot of different environments with technology and education now over the last couple of years. And I think there's this uh, misnomer where like we when we talk about technology in education, we have to, we want to get to a point where technology becomes the background, which is kind of in the background work I totally agree with. But what kind of gets mixed up in that, which is I see in education a lot as educators, is that we don't have to think about how we use the technology then. We just kind of use it. Will and I are very focused on, yes, technology should be the background, but we have to think carefully about how it aligns with our pedagogy, why we teach, what we're doing, and we have to think carefully about how we are going to leverage it and, and bring that in. And Will and I have a ton of guests that come on the podcast. You're not just hearing from us, you're hearing from real educators combined then with Will and I's experience of both Will and I have multiple years of experience now in building digital learning experiences. And we have both had to do things like integrate technology across programs of courses. And so a lot of, we leverage that experience combined with the educators, some of the teaching him and I to do to kind of create an interesting experience.
1: I love it. Awesome. So, uh, um, real quick, we're about to wrap up. Uh, um, where can people find the high tech podcast and connect with you all?
0: Hitechpod.us is our website. It has links to all the other good stuff. We're really trying to be very active in YouTube and Twitter, which are both at high tech podcasts. So, uh, our X Twitter, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is these days, <laughs> who knows it's what it still is, Twitter. Time I don't know. places, right. But, <laughs> But yeah. Uh, hightechpod.us is the website. At High Tech Podcast is most of our social media.
1: So cool. I'll put that stuff in the show notes. And uh, it's been great talking to y'all. I appreciate it. And uh, you know, uh, I wish the best in all you do. Thanks so much for sharing with us, uh, High Tech Podcast. It's awesome. And uh, I listen. And I think all my listeners should too. So I uh, wish you guys the best. Take care now.
2: Thanks, Steve. thanks, Steve.
1: Hey, you have been listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcast by educators. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. The opinions expressed on Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmuleto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome.